Hello and welcome to the MCU crew here in 2022. I like how that all just kind of like rhymes. You know what I'm saying, Jesse? You're doing those those eyebrow raises over there. Keep doing it. Don't that's, stop. That's that's the new show thing. That's because I got a bagel that I put cream cheese on. Oh. And I'm eating it. What type of cream cheese are we talking? Just plain? Just like normal ass cream cheese that came with the, the bagel. Okay. I'm not the fancy boy. I didn't get like artisanal cream cheese from like a, a like a you know she creamed in the cow or something like that this is just uh did you say she creamed in the crap what are you what is happening what the fuck are you getting your cheese yeah what farmer's markets <laughs> wait what is bronze like hold on one sec this is a weird hold on one second for i gotta be honest uh cocaine is, is that there. what just happened is hotel yeah. is she turning into hotel bronze is this her superhero origin mm -hmm. yeah. no i just got something caught in my throat and i wanted to like <clears throat> clear my throat off screen before everyone goes oh my god no, you don't before oh. you come on you don't go like <laughs> mommy made me move yeah me and just mommy yeah i do that every me time me mommy move. you don't do that and that's yeah. not a it's important you aren't yeah. like you don't do that yeah you got to practice that you don't do that that's not a thing you do you gotta warm the vocal cords up yeah you don't like uh gargle i don't know what do people gargle epsom salts <laughs> don't do that don't do <laughs> don't do that you're not supposed not to like gargle this. epsom salts jesse no don't do that don't do that that's not recommended by the surgeon oh general God. don't do that yeah it's fine i'm just dying yeah what bronze is over there just like she can't drink she can't talk she's just you know can't what it drink, is, Jesse? Talk. You know what it really is? What what is it? It's it's Omicron. That's obviously what that is. That's it's the thing she didn't want us to miss. God damn it! <laughs> no, it happened. No, this has nothing to do. <laughs> I took a sip of coffee. <clears throat> then this motherfucker said she creamed in the cow. Yeah, that's and it what went I heard. Down the wrong... I was very confused. It with went Jesse's down the that. wrong pipe, and now I'm dying because I have coffee scalding my windpipe. <laughs> Another oh, because way. Jesse said, uh, it's another way I don't to get my butter voice. from she creamed in the cow, which I'm like, what the, where do you shop? Farmer's markets. All accurate. I yeah, that's help support farmer's, market, farmer's market. The number one place for creaming in cows. That's that's where yeah. Jesse goes. Cow cream. Yeah, cow what? cream. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of Omicron, this is nothing to do with the MCU, but I want to point out, having gone through Final Fantasy fourteen. There uh -huh. is a sizable portion of Endwalker where you deal with Omicron robots. And I yeah. just want to let you know that, oh, yeah. like, that was a trip. It was a trip, and I was not prepared to be on it. And I was like, what is this? There's an entire so, part right. of uh, Endwalker that's basically a COVID reference uh, in a lot of yeah. ways. <laughs> but, like, it ex clearly was made before there was an Omicron variant. So it's just very bizarre. Yeah. It's a very strange thing. But, uh, yeah. So it is indeed. that. It is indeed. Mm -hmm. How is the New Year treating it? You too. Is everything going well? Did you get off to a good start? Bronze, we'll start with you if you've recovered. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, this is fine. It's just I always start my new year with Jesse trying to kill me. That's that's pretty uh as you do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's only out um, of love. It's only out of love. <laughs> it was I feel like it's been pretty good so far. I don't I don't believe in putting a lot of pressure on yourself for the new year. So I wouldn't say I've done anything um, too crazy. Like I did get in a good workout and I have been stretching every day, but I started uh, back in December. 
So that's um, that's always the shitty thing, right? Like if you start something in December, or November, by the time January first rolls around, everyone thinks like, oh, that's that's the New Year's resolution. That's gonna stop in like a month. And I hate that yeah. about it. I hate starting things in November and December. Because yeah. everyone's yeah. like, oh, well, that's gonna stop in like a month when your New Year's resolution, whatever, oh, is yeah. over. Right, Jesse Cox? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Jesse, what's your New Year's resolution? What's your New Year's? Re- yeah. What are we, what are we I don't have a resolution. I don't do I don't do Good. resolutions because I know Good. I will immediately fail at them. So instead, I uh do D res. Don't I just don't care. Oh. I don't okay. I'm not like a big holiday celebrator in general. So New Year's to me, I was like, can I go out? No. Can I hang out with people? No. Almost everyone I know is like some form of Omicron. So I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Uh can I do anything important? No. So it's not New Year's. I just don't care. I'm going to like hang out at home and uh, yeah, whatever. Like I just, yeah. you know, doesn't bother me all that much. So I don't care. Yeah. It's 2022. The only, the only thing I have to worry about now is remembering to write 2022 on shit. That'll be a while. That's for it. Me. That's all I have. I'll, That'll I'll be a while. Right month. around the time it's time to start writing 2023. I'll figure out how to write 2022. That's yeah. usually how that goes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody else feel like. 2020 and 2021 just bled into each other yeah they were the same years okay i don't here's the here's a crazy thing there are i someone said this the other day we always talk about time on this podcast so i think this is relevant someone Did said you know that as you get older <laughs> no no Jesse, listen no. to this this is gonna blow your mind no there are okay. there are 14 year olds that were born when covid started around the time that are now 18 not born that were 14. Oh, sorry that were 14 yeah not born 14 girls were born that's a <laughs> they were born as they for were that mother straight out of 14 jesse it was <laughs> that crazy. mother he's like i was like what are they jesus <laughs> they came out as perfect people there are there are 14 year olds that were 14 when covid started and now they're 18 can you imagine living well, through that is a 14 15 16 17 year old that would be fucking i mean nuts. i would imagine that they're 18 coming up Right, they aren't eighteen Soon yet. Enough. So that's yeah, they're impossible. close. They're close. They can they could be seventeen. I can see how you could be fourteen and then seventeen currently. And like, yeah, look, I understand. That's crazy. That it's, yeah, welcome to uh, welcome, welcome to your life. You know, like that's that's it. So hopefully they've what learned a, a lot of great high school skills. situation. <laughs> you know, I the more yeah. I think about it, the more I realize like I was lucky. But also when all of this happened, I wasn't surprised because I, I went to high school and had like a good chunk of my education in India. And around this that age, around 14, 15, uh, we had a huge bird flu scare. Mm. And I remember my dad uh, driving us and driving past like farms with like mountains of chickens that were like had been culled. Like they killed them and they yeah. were on fire. Yeah. We were culling farms and it was like, there was like smoke in the air and I was like, Oh my God, like, is this it? Is this the thing that kills us all? Like, you know, like I was, I'd seen the 12 monkeys movie and all that. I was like, this is how, this is it. Like we're all going to die. Like, this is it. And my dad was like, okay, Where's Bruce and I was Willis? Like, no, I was like, this is it. We're all going to die. Like b- bird flu is going to kill all of us. Avian flu is going to take us all out. We're all going to die. And then nothing happened. And everyone else was like, Oh yeah, we're fine. I was like, no, the next one's definitely gonna get us because we did not handle that well. <laughs> like that was our solution was just like yeah. stop eating chicken and kill all the birds. And then 
I moved to America and swine flu hit. And I was like, this is it. We're all going to die. We're all going yeah, to die. Life, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so when COVID happened, I was like, it was, I was, I had already had like three of these scares of my life where I was just like, oh gosh. <laughs> so I feel like my anxiety had already like come out. <laughs> sure. Sure. No, I get it. So, but I, I empathize with those 14 year olds because I was that 14 year old too. <laughs> like, I, I mean, yeah, I fear that, that a lot of our 14 year olds are going to end up like bronze. And that is very concerning for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would agree. I just, yeah, it's, it's one of my, it's one of my big concerns would, about I, the, the biggest thing, Jesse. Generation Z. Yeah. The biggest lo- thing. Like, we got to keep them out of hotels. They can't go into a hotel. Oh my God! Yeah, no, it's gonna be bad. Hotels, Can you imagine the state of the? Oh yeah, social media could not stand. It would go down. That would, that would be terrible. Yeah, it would be a bad you know, time. Sympathies to those fourteen time. going on eighteen-year-olds. Yeah, uh, <laughs> wish them the best. And yeah. uh, you know, there's always there's always going Marvel on podcasts they could go on. Well, yeah. I mean, they were born at fourteen, as we've already covered. So yeah, you know, as they were. Yeah, they arrived 14-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey mom. Thanks for carrying me in there. Right. You know, cuz puberty. Yeah. And then <clears throat> That's rough. Know, once they burst out like a like an alien. Hello world. Yeah. That's more visceral than I wanted it to be. <laughs> I don't like that anymore. Yeah. Never mind. Rewind. Rewind the True. tape. True. Take us back. Uh, Jesse, mm-hmm. be- also, before we move on and, uh, you know, talk about what this podcast is actually about, I do want to thank you for the mm-hmm. record player uh, recommendation. And I got speakers. I got a sub. You get it working? I got it working. And now I just listen to Garth Brooks nonstop. And my wife Garth hates Brooks. it. Brooks. Yeah. Look. Garth Brooks. <clears throat> here's the situation as to why. Garth Brooks. I went to Walmart looking for a subwoofer cable. Garth Brooks. Because they don't exist anymore. And the kid Garth looked at me Brooks? and goes, what the fuck's an RCA cable? And I said, thanks, Walmart employee. <laughs> it's an old I know technology. what an RCA cable is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just had to get one. So then I was like, fuck it. I'm here at Walmart on New Year's Eve. I got to figure something out. I got to buy something. This is a pointless endeavor if I don't buy something. So I walked over to where their CDs are, and they had a vinyl section at Walmart. Yo. And so I got a cloth rag and wiped away all the dust on the vinyls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they had and? like a shit ton of Garth Brooks. So I bought a shit ton of Garth Brooks vinyls, Jesse Cox. And I also a Guardians why. of the Galaxy just 2 cause, vinyl. <laughs> just because they exist doesn't mean you ha- you have to buy them. No. But also, they're great. was this like, don't tell my heart. Yes. My ache. Was yes. it that? We got that. We got as the thunder rolls. We got all my exes live in Texas. As the thunder rolls. We got standing outside the fire. We got all the hits. Wait, do we not like Garth Brooks here? No, we, we love Garth, Garth Brooks. Brooks. I'm a huge. No, I grew Garth up in Brooks Texas. Is a what the national fuck? National treasure. I will you if you don't like Garth yeah. Brooks. But well, why is Jesse clowning you? Oh, because it's a weird. It's a very weird choice. It's like a, <laughs> a what was, very. What was weird my choice. first vinyl? Oh, my first, all my first, my first vinyl I ever listened to when I got a record player was the Toto 4 album. Oh. Oh, uh, the other, Jesse. I feel solid. The other funny thing, I bought four Garth Brooks, one Guardians of the Galaxy, and then, of course, the Wu-Tang Clan. (laughs) Yo, that Wu-Tang Clan is about to be fire on there. Okay. All right. Good call. The person that was checking me out was like, okay, okay. 
Which Wu Tang Clan was this? Uh oh! Now you're gonna have to. Now I'm gonna have to go look. It's the. I think it's like their first one. It's the one that's uh has. Do they all have the song Wu Tang Clan and to fuck with, or is that just like one? Now you're making me look that up. I don't know what album that's on. Yeah. Let's see. I'll find it. Enter the Wu Tang. That's what it is. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I think that. Yeah. So that is Enter. the that is the very first one. Then. Yeah, yeah. Enter the Wu Tang. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. The cashier was very confused at my selection. Uh, I mean, but look, I, would I said, too. "Hey, it's January. It's New Year's Eve. All right, I'm going out with a bang." Yeah. And then I walked out of there. Uh, did you get that uh, '80s funk Japanese band guy? I told you. About? No, you that gotta shit's get that one. fucking expensive. What are you? That fucking. Oh, so you got to find a cheap version. Yeah. That's the good. That shit's so good. I've bought you a lot of random 80s? vinyls. Future funk. Last night. You know where to, where you can find some dope vinyls? Do you have a half price books anywhere near you, JP? Oh, I'm sure there's one in St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there is. That's would, a good idea. I would check half price books. Sometimes they have some. That's not dope a bad vinyl. idea. Yeah, I've been. My brother also told me Barnes and Nobles and uh, Target. Funny enough, have like pretty good selections as well. Yes, yes, they're a little pricier and they don't have the older stuff. Yeah, yeah, they won't but have like, any of the older half stuff. Half price right. books will have some of that vintage stuff, and a lot of times people don't know what it's worth. Right. Because that that's the downside is like if you're looking for certain like. Things that oh, are yeah. out of print. I'm trying to find like... some Daft Punk stuff. It, there's no way in hell. Yeah. It's oh my god. It's crazy expensive. expensive. Yeah. But I found Watch some Bowie at half price. By books, the way. So. Yeah. What was that, Jesse? Watch out for used. Oh, I'm trying to buy all new as much as I can. Used is like both. Oh, I found a rare thing, and also it's totally warped. Oh yeah. Oh Bodily. yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Be the careful. Other, the latest purchase last night. Watching YouTube TV as you do when you're winding down, hashtag non net, and stumbled upon CMT, the country music television, as you do. You gotta stop. You gotta, I'm and you know what? Footloose was playing, and I thought, God damn it, that's a good soundtrack. I need that vinyl. So I ordered it. It'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> Kenny Loggins, living my life. I, you know what? Who? What am I doing? I That's can't great. Say a Are you damn, saying it's bad? I can't say bad? a damn thing to you. No, I can't say a thing. I literally can't. I, I, the other day was like, you know what? I'm gonna put on the record soundtrack to Life is Strange. Yeah, that's kind of random. Oh, wait, the first Here's one? The yeah. Oh, it's a great. Okay, it's, hold it's up. Like super chill. This one had a great soundtrack. Yes, yeah. the first game bad. had a great soundtrack. It's just, I can't I can't judge anyone. It's a streamer mode. Because every, every, it, none of the songs have lyrics, and all the songs are like, I'm depressed and a teenager. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a Sums lot. up Jesse's but, life, you know? <laughs> yeah, just this yeah, mode. A depressed teenager. Yeah. That dude <laughs> hasn't changed in 20 years. Yeah, no. Yeah. Still there. Yeah, so Still now I've like, got a bunch of vinyl go to prom. that I'm waiting to arrive. We've got uh, some Taylor Swift, some Dua Lipa, you know, some Footloose. That'll be here Who soon. Some Daft you? Punk. You really are like a Renaissance man. I know. Music. I'm I very know. impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Ty Tyco from Penny Arcade was like, "I'm going to send you some vinyls." I was like, "Okay, I don't know what that means." I, I love. We're not going to talk vinyls. about that and not talk about your reaction. Well, I don't. He was like, "Hey, I'm going to send you some vinyls," and I just responded, you "Why? Said, Why?" Yeah. <laughs> because that's such like a random thing. And he goes, I saw because this interaction. He said a very nice comment it. after that. And I was like, well, that's very nice. I'm going to DM you now 
we're gonna i said i i messaged him and said how can we barter like what can we barter and he goes well i'll send you some vinyl now and then once you have a collection you send me some that are important to you and then then we'll call it a barter and i said all right that's wild it was the most wholesome exchange on twitter i witnessed it and i was just like oh i just like how jp is like <laughs> why <laughs> Look, that that doesn't happen very often, okay? <laughs> I don't get random people on Twitter. I, you know what? All my crazy. <laughs> it was crazy as I've had this conversation with Jerry. Yeah. Because I was like, yo, you're kind of like me in that you just go around complimenting people. I was like, do you ever deal with people thinking that you're being sarcastic? And he was like, all the time. Oh, yeah. All, yeah. I've told, Jess, or I've told was, Jerry that to his face. Yeah. Because he'll go up to people and be like, well, yes, obviously, because you're so talented and you should be in everything. And there's like he said that to me too. And as somebody compliments people, I'm like, it's, it comes across as sarcastic. Nobody meant it as a joke that time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, at, at that time he meant it as a joke, though. Yeah, it's yeah. it. Look, I agree with you. It's tough to uh, going to dinner with Jerry is one where you have to you have to second guess everything he's saying because you don't know if it's like truth or sarcasm. <laughs> And so anytime he says that, I just like, Jerry, was that truth or sarcasm? It's like a little game that we have to play when communicating with Jerry. It's true. All true thing. Anyways. He's so nice, though. Most of the time, it's just him being nice. Yeah, it and is. We're not yeah, he's very, being that very nice. sarcastic. And we're just like, we all pull a JP, and we're just like, why? <laughs> it's true. It's true. So I've got two random mystery albums coming from him, which I don't know what they are, but we'll see. I'm never going to send you any of my stuff, so. Okay. Okay. Noted. I'll never send. Well, no, I'll send you Footloose if you want it. And maybe a Garth Brooks Jesse, album. I'll send you. I'll send you a, a vinyl or two, Jesse. That way you don't feel Thank left you. out. I'm glad. I'm glad someone cares. Well, I just said I'd send you Garth Brooks. No, no, Footloose. it's fine, JP. No, it's fine. It's fine. Bronze okay. cares. Okay. All right. I'm about to. I'm, I'm actually. Oh, I also got the Hamilton. I got the full Hamilton vinyl oh boy it's incredible it's actually very good i'm also a big hamilton fan so whatever but i'm very excited for the taylor swift folklore vinyl that's probably my number one right now and i haven't even heard it so we'll see what happens anyways hey it's only been 20 minutes we should probably talk mcu i can't like <laughs> I, this is hard to shift from jp is it yeah i don't know yeah. what you do man I don't know what you did either. What do you mean? It's not hard. We just talk about it. You guys want to see Tessa Thompson in the new Valkyrie yes. outfit? Oh, oh, you mean like just Marvel related? Yeah, sure. That yeah. too. Yeah. She got, yeah. she, I don't know. I wonder if she that's got the only thing that's going to make this better. <clears throat> I feel like she would get, she's going to get in big trouble for doing this, for leaking this outfit. From uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Also, these are the same photos. Why is there two here? Anyways, that's the new uh, Valkyrie outfit, apparently. There's probably some CG stuff here. Also, I think she got, like, unbelievably ripped for this movie. She's looking pretty. She girl looking pretty yeah, ripped. Sure. That's true. Yeah. Although, I, like, I'm i fascinated ripped. by the bulbs or right whatever here. those are. The little Thor yeah, bulbs. like I don't know what purpose they serve. The one is clearly like a belt thing down below. Yeah, but then girl got like hooks on hooks. Great, like it's a great costume. 
uh, visually, but functionality wise, I I don't know what half of it does. But it looks a lot like Thor's though, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But Thor's little knobs and stuff like had like didn't he have like a cape at one point? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. His red cape and uh, yeah, his little knobs. What, had and, a purpose at one he point. He had a cape in uh, not Endgame, but Infinity War. He had a cape, didn't he? I think he had a cape then. I mean, hers probably has a cape too. She probably just doesn't have it on for like sitting in her makeup chair. Yeah. Oh, uh, interesting. Okay, so I'm checking out Thor. He has little knobbies all over his outfit too. The reason why I don't remember his knobbies is because in Ragnarok they were gone because he was wearing different armor. Yeah. But he still had his shoulder ones. And only one half of his red cape because I guess it was ripped or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, but the rest of it, OG Thor 1 and 2, he's got one, two. He's got one, like, lower below nipple ones. And then, like, right down in his waist, he's got two more. Yeah. So, like, my man has them. I think he had sure. those dating like back to, like, Avengers. Just yeah. look so underwhelming until you see them on air. post. Yeah, they, yeah. they yeah. do a lot of post work, I think, on that stuff. A lot of times yeah straight up just like the, it's there and i it's i don't know it doesn't have any like iconography or any symbols on it but freaking uh um odin is wearing them in thor one yeah so, i mean i guess a that's lot a of thing. i guess that's the flare yeah it's an asgardian look i think heimdall's <laughs> outfit has some too yeah I'm i just like right now they all have it away from the all white number I'm not going to lie. I was not a fan of the all white number. All white number. Explain. What do you mean? The the actual <laughs> like Valkyrie costume from Ragnarok. Oh, yes. That was bad. I it I was, was not into it. I'm sorry. Chad. It was trying it, too like, hard I to like, be Valkyrie, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Like, I liked the costume she had on before that. But then, like, when she changed into the all white, like, it just reminded me of Jaden Smith's white Batman costume. Like, I just wasn't very into it. It, it wasn't my vibe, especially because like I I the, like the one complaint I have about the costuming for that is I wanted it to be more armor like and less like spandex looking. And to me, it didn't hit that that like note, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I because I, I, I feel like I Thor and like Asgard is like the one place where you can get more armory and sometimes they do with certain characters. But then with other characters, they kind of lean back into like spacey spandex type of vibes, and so I was hoping sure. for like. I think they're yeah. I think they are going for a little bit more armored look because if you if you remember uh, Sean Chi's outfit, like he had the, it was like a weird. It was mm-hmm. very cut on the shoulder, and it was very like breast platey uh, mm-hmm. on the shoulder cut, and I, I like that as well. Uh, hopefully, that's the the direction that they're they're headed for that type of uh, superhero. Jesse, what are you looking up? You got the looking up face. Well, I'm trying to. This is totally unimportant to our life that we live. Okay. But we're still on vinyls? What's that? What's no, happening? we're talking. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up Valkyrie because I thought something, and now I'm confirming it, that bronze, when, bronze is right. When she switches up to her, like, silver white outfit at the end of Ragnarok, one of the parts about her that I love the most is gone. In the beginning, the first half of that film, when she's wearing her darker outfit, she has like these dope ass uh, like face tattoo things going on. Yeah, but it looks like the little stuck on face tattoo. They look awesome. Huge fan of the like white little like markings on her face. Those are removed during that final fight scene. 
So she took those off, plus put on a new outfit to go well, into that fight. Wasn't that a part of Sakar? I'm sure. I'm sure it was a Sakarian thing. Mm -hmm. But like that look that she had, the pre, the first half of the movie look was so cooler, like so much cooler than her like. And now I'm a hero look. Yeah. I don't know. It's just uh, it's it's. I didn't think about that till Bron said something. I'm like, yeah, she looked like dope as hell in the beginning, like a badass, and then she was like, I'm a hero too. It's like, <laughs> eh, all right. That's yeah, fun, I I, I like this more. This looks more like her beginning of Ragnarok look. Yeah, because I was afraid in Thor: Love and Thunder they were just gonna have her in that white monstrosity the entire time, and I'm like, oh please no, I just don't like it. I'm sorry. Yeah, especially because I don't like the. Don't they also put her hair down, Jesse? At the end, yes, they do. Look, yeah. yeah, which also gonna, doesn't gonna... make it, it, fucking they sense the to me. I'm sorry, locks. I hate it. They need the I hate it because, like, as someone who has had short hair, long hair, and everything in between, my hair used to be down to my waist, and then I like completely cut it off, Carol Danvers style. Like, long hair doesn't really work for even working out, let alone like fighting. Like you very seldom see girls at the gym with their hair down. Like most of the time we wrap it up in a ponytail or in a bun because like having your hair down, it just gets everywhere. It can get caught in equipment or machinery. And it's the same thing is true of like fighting. Like the first thing someone's going to do is grab your fucking hair. Do so you it's remember? It's just like a pet to like see like the flowing hair where I'm like, I get that they're comic book characters. Yeah. But I liked her in the beginning when her hair was pulled back because she looked like a working woman. Do you, you remember know? how big a like deal it was when Demi Moore shaved her head for G.I. Jane? Do you remember the like yes. hoopla around? I think that's why you see long hair on superheroes. That's also, was that before <laughs> or after uh, strip tease? Right? Like that was when, when, when people were just like, she's doing was crazy it? things. I don't know if that was um, before or after. It, I mean, it had to have been. When <laughs> did one of the I just realized. I just that realized for me, it wasn't 96? Demi Moore shaving her head. Like, I just had like this weird, I don't know if you'd call it a Mandela effect. Year. It was when Natalie Portman shaved her head for V right. for Vendetta. Yeah. And then everyone yeah. talked about Demi Moore shaving her head. Because I feel like that came up again when Natalie Portman shaved her head. Also, well, I'm just so yeah. jealous of people that can like. Pissed off. There's just some people that can shave their head and they have like a perfectly symmetrical, beautiful head. Uh, I, yeah, those are uh, Hollywood actresses and actors. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, Bronze, <laughs> you had like a thing going on there where your, your Carol Danvers look was fire. Yeah. I thought about taking it to like a, a fade, but I was like, I don't know what's under there. What if I, what if I like buzz what? half this what? off? What? And like my head's not symmetrical. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, there's then always we'd all laugh there. at you. We'd all 100% laugh at you. Like, yeah. You know, like, I don't know laughing. what's under there. I shaved my head once and I learned that my head at that stage in my life was not worth shaving. Uh, and I never I've did never it again. The unfortunate I'm, I'm... thing was, I also got my driver's license photo taken the same week that I shaved my head. So it Oof. stuck with me for 10 years. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do oh, that. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> it was great, though, because I'd go, I'd go to the airport and they'd be like, what? Are you the same person? <laughs> That's where my skinhead face. No, I uh, I, I can't. <laughs> what? Whoa. Wait, what? Whoa. Whoa. JP. Whoa. Whoa. I imagine Whoa. JP sitting there, shaved head, Garth Brooks. Whoa. It's great. Thank anyway. That's from my skinhead face? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I anyway. never had a, so, I just uh, want I the record to state that image. I never had a skinhead face. I sent Guess you an image. I can't believe I have to utter these words. Thumbs up. 
I sent you an image I think sums up my argument for Valkyrie completely and totally. Uh, it's in the, the mixed call. Yeah. That's it. One of those looks like a badass, and the other is a lady in white. And I'm just saying, she's a total badass. I, I will say this is somewhat unfair because the one on the right is high res and the one on the left is like kind of blurry, but no, no, doesn't matter. And it I also caught also her like mid saunter. So her like, her stomach looks way too long. And this is the vibe of the, the, the right I, hand shot. This is some JP skinhead shit right here. I don't like Listen, it. You can't, Tessa, like, you can't say Tessa that. obviously put in some work with her arms. Yes. Like in this movie, it's just unfair to put sleeves on someone. True. You know, like because looking at the level of arm gains and being a woman who lifts myself aren't like it's it's hard. It's hard to like gain mass and like gain muscle and have your arms look big and bulky. So I, I just feel like that's unfair to like put sleeves on somebody that put in that work. Like put yeah. sleeves on somebody that didn't and then add in padding. Cough, cough, I'm just saying, but like, don't black, put it, don't put sleeves on the girl that did the work. What did she have in black end game? leather? What outfit did she have in Endgame when she came through she the portal? Oh, she had her white outfit when she flew. No, through she the had the white shit on. That's why oh, I was so afraid yeah. it was going to be in love and then I was like, not this fucking white shit, please. No, all, all I'm saying is black leather is a look. This white, like I'm a future assassin sucks and it will <laughs> always suck. It is never cool. Like the two, the two options, one of them is a classic. I'm a badass look, and the other is like, yeah. I must get out onto the outer space docks to uncouple the clamps in order for the shuttle to escape. The it doesn't look right. It doesn't. It, <laughs> I hate it. I hate the look. She was a red shirt. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that she like you know it looks like a like a futuristic sci-fi space suit. Rather than Got like, okay. like badass, I, I don't know. I see what you're saying. I don't know. I, I feel like know. we're shitting on the costume a lot, it, but but I I think it's interesting that none of us is particularly fond of it. Well, I will say, uh, looking at those two, and then immediately looking at this, this one's superior by far. I, yes, yes. 100%. <laughs> 100%. yeah, hundred percent. This yeah. one's a lot 100%. better. Hundred percent. This one is yeah. a lot better. It also looks more as guardian to me than the yeah. white. Mm-hmm. The white yeah. thing did. Also, her hair is much longer and uh, I think much more badass uh, in this image as well than the others. Well, I just always thought, and I feel like she has the face like to pull it off too. I always thought we were going to get like a, a teased, like braided thing with the headpiece with the wings on it to just go full like Valkyrie maybe. style. I thought that's what we were going to get. She is the king so, slash queen of Asgard. So maybe maybe that's her crown now. You never know. I, I thought I was like, oh, we're going to get her with her hair pulled back. And then she's going to have like that, you know, the wings on the side. And then we didn't get it. So I was like, oh, that's OK. No, they put we her hair Natalie down. Natalie Portman that's... in costume well, yet? No, we just have a Natalie Portman in uh, giant arms. <laughs> so far, she, she, I mean, buffed she looks the great fuck with up. giant arms. Yeah, I'm just she saying, really like, buffed no. the fuck up for this. <sighs> Um, I, I, as soon as I see Natalie Portman as Thor, I feel like I'm going to swoon. I feel like I'm going to understand what people have felt for like the other women in the MCU. Finally, I feel like Natalie Portman is going to be my buff woman in armor. Moment. Oh, you're uh, you're such a horn dog, bronze. Calm down. <laughs> what? I was so tasteful. Uh, Jesse's just Jesse's in hotel mode. Uh, I'm right projecting. Now. Don't worry. 
I'm just projecting my my horniness on you. I here's the thing about this Portman uh, photo from the set. Like, who <laughs> holds who holds their arms like that? It, it's not a it's not a normal arm situation to me, and it looks like her arms actually dislocated here. But she's definitely like buffed the fuck out, so she will definitely have yeah. that moment. But it's a weird I arm feel like, situation. Um, it also could be her just like I don't know. Pretending to be in the ballet. Who knows? Who knows what the hell's going on? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Probably in meanwhile, stride or something like meanwhile, that. Meanwhile, I'm excited that for once, I'm being represented in a Marvel movie. Go back to that photo. The photo. <laughs> wait, what do you mean? The guy on the right here? What do yeah, you... the guy right there. I'm so, th- I'm so thrilled. Who's that, this that guy, they're... though? Who is, th- like, what's going on with this guy? That's well, the question. Uh, what is his situation? Go back to the situation? other guy with his fedora hat, and like, I'm glad I'm finally being represented in a Marvel film. Well, he's not even wearing his uh, mask right. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> he's just never got mind. his mask like My on his chin. My representation sucks. Yeah, no. I want to know what this guy's deal is. He's definitely in the movie. He's I, super I, tall. He's got some sort of. If he's just wearing this armor casually on set. With the beret, with yeah. the like ridiculous. Yeah. What, what if fuck? he's? What if he's like our Miss Portman's? Oh, assistant? might be bodyguard situation. Maybe. Maybe. Could be. Yo, he's obviously in a costume. And also uh, maybe or, a bodyguard. Or do you just not live in Hollywood and get it? That's the new <laughs> outfit here. It's 2022. Everyone wears futuristic body armor. It's how it works. Is that, is that so? Is that the case? You just want to understand. The two of you just don't understand. Okay. All right. When I go uh, to my farmer's market and get my cow cream, oh God, I go in full body armor. We're back to this. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. I don't think there is. But luckily, we've got Hawkeye to talk about. Ooh. So let's talk about that. And then we'll, uh, we'll jump to 2022 in the future of whatever Marvel's got. It should be a fucking super packed year, to be honest. But let's jump to Hawkeye. And let's start with Bronze talking about Kingpin. Bronze, how do you think Kingpin appeared in that Hawkeye finale? (sighs) Do we want me to go first here? Well, I mean, we're just talking about Kingpin. That's your man. Uh, I figured you would really like what what happened uh, to Kingpin in the finale. Right? I... Right? It's Kingpin. He was there. Where do I? Okay, be positive. New Year, new bronze. Vincent D'Onofrio. Why would you lie okay. to yourself and everyone <laughs> watching like that? Wow! New Year, new bronze. No, I'm not going to just completely shit on this. Get out of here. Look, Get look. Here. I enjoyed the episode, but what they did to Kingpin... That was a travesty. I don't understand. What Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I don't know what first. happened. That was weird. That was a weird right. thing. That was real strange. I don't they understand. Started, they started so strong, right? Because we have D'Onofrio and he's such a, he has, he's an actor with such great screen presence and he just sells like this persona of fear without needing to do anything. There's a scene from Daredevil with Matthew Murdoch just punching the shit out of him. And the scariest thing is that he is just unfazed. Right. You know, like right. th- that's what's scary about Kingpin. It's like what happens when 
you know, uh, uh, something angry and red meets an immovable wall. You know what I mean? Like, like that's what's great about him. And I like Kingpin more when he is that guy in the office that seems untouchable, this ivory tower-esque figure that everyone else in that's associated with them or next to them gets gets hurt or bloodied or or arrested but he always somehow maintains pr- like this pristineness and i love that allegory like not to dr- not to talk too much about the netflix show but like the white suit the white painting this this general idea and even like when that painting gets blood on it like on the back of it like what that means to him like it, there's just a lot of of visual components there that this is a character who who despite pulling all the strings somehow never gets mud on himself Mm. and it's it's so impossible to like to like touch this guy um that just getting to him uh is is difficult so the idea of him going to kill kate bishop's mom himself that in and of itself just made me clutch my own head because i was like he would have hired somebody. we're gonna get you some pearls we'll, we'll get you some pearls for the next you question. know yeah. i was just like this is fucking kingpin you think he's gonna go himself to fucking kill this fucking nobody this is goddamn weird kingpin. it was very he strange. would never he's too smart for that he would never you know like like he he has this like kind of and I know you could make the argument, well, all of the tracksuits were out and, and he couldn't rely on Maya anymore and da, da 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 And it's like, but he's so clean about how he handles things. And that's why when his rage comes out, it's so scary, right? Because um, I see someone in Jesse's chat mentioning the car door decapitation. The reason that that scene is so terrifying is because we don't see that that often in that series he's his rage is always bridled a little bit right and first of all is it just me or was it very cartoony like this old boy got hit with a fucking car (laughs) when that shit happened i was like how did she start the car back up the car and speed up the car in that half second window because there was a dead man in the front seat of the car so like i just didn't understand how nobody heard that nobody saw that but second of all, like this buildup of him adjusting his cufflinks and then bam, being hit by a car and then just getting up from that was just so it was such a weird visual where I was like. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I, I'm with you on all this. OK, it was I'm a very not, strange okay, scene. I thought the kingpin stuff was the worst part of the episode uh, by a very large margin. Even the fact they put him in a Hawaiian suit, I was just kind of like or a Hawaiian like undershirt thing hawaiian dress shirt whatever the fuck you want to call it that was just a little weird to see that <laughs> i didn't understand it all it looks cheap <clears throat> yeah it didn't look very kingpinny it looked like kingpin like on vacation after the netflix shows is what it looked like. and then the fact he, that they did the whole comic book scene of like being shot he's clearly not dead he'll definitely be back maybe with like an eye patch but it was also just like a weird thing to include there the thing that's interesting well, and like, about Kingpin, there's a lot of little moments like that in the in the show. Sorry, Jesse, I think I cut you off. Um, go ahead. Sorry, I'm on a little bit of a delay. I think. <laughs> no, go, go, do, do, say what you got to say. Don't worry, 
I'll still be here. Okay, okay. But like even when Kate blows up the arrowheads, like somehow that knocks King first of all, somehow that he survives this big explosion. But also like somehow that doesn't hit her. Yeah. Look, it uh, was it, like, it wasn't it like there's a lot about the finale that wasn't like great. Um I loved Kingpin when he was having a conversation with when he's talking to people, it was lovely. You got to see Vincent like flex his um, like I'm gonna have a conversation with a man whose eyes twitch like the eye twitch. Great. Classic. Oh, yeah. it, it was so it's good. Yes. It's very, very good. Like the first half of that episode, I was like, hell yes, this is gonna lead to something great. And then the last half of the episode was like whatever it was. Um yeah, I think it, it it doesn't make a lot of sense the way they chose to use Kingpin here. I think you're absolutely correct, Bronze. It doesn't fit with what our expectations are. But more importantly, it, it, it was fun watching him, like, throw Kate around. Yeah. But, like, that, it, he suddenly became, like, a superhero superhero rather than just, like, a really t- a man got shot in the chest with an arrow and while it's cool to be like break it off yeah your arrows do nothing to me in reality though it's still like man got shot in the chest with an arrow from close like, range too. Know, it wasn't like far away know, like, it was like across the room that shit definitely like pin- I'm, the only other thing the only situation that i could imagine is wearing body armor and then it's like well okay then maybe that makes sense maybe it didn't really penetrate anything but and it would make sense yeah, for him to okay, wear body armor and all that stuff. Can we talk about that for a minute, too? Okay. Just, I just, I just feel like this show is like this dorky little, like, kids show. And that's fine. It's like a family show. And there's places where it's just so cartoony and so ridiculous. Which is fine. Which is fine. My issue is sometimes it's also just like, in this episode especially, it's, it stood out. They're just straight up fucking murdering people. Has anybody else yeah. noticed that? Like, oh yeah, no, they she, were murdering people. Like these yeah. are, and I'm like, she uses okay, like so why giant are... explosive arrows with like no look shots, and they're just dead. A group of guys yeah. got Thank eaten you. by an owl. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah there's also an owl. Like, basically, <laughs> turn somebody's some men. <laughs> yeah, like they're just completely murdering these fucking immigrants, and I was like, <laughs> why is this okay? What a like, phrase! A, like, but they are. They're literally murdering these like immigrants and He's i was like what working. the fuck is happening <laughs> and then you know how i, I, I had predicted that there's gonna be like like all of us actually predicted this all of us had this like theory of the of ronin's growth there was zero fucking growth i just want to make that very clear clint barton had zero fucking growth he just set his fucking uniform on fire never came to terms with murdering people ended the episode by murdering even more fucking people like, he still does not pull his punches. There was zero, like, he's just like, yeah, you know, let me set this costume on fire. I'm like, you murdered that girl's dad over stealing some fucking cars, you ass. Like, what are you, t- like, even, every, there's even there's, Natasha the is like, yo, the shit you did as Ronan was pretty fucked. So, like, like, everybody in the universe is like, yo, the shit you did as Ronan was pretty fucked. And Clint's just like, let me just set this uniform on fire. Now my dirty little secret's done. And I'm going to end this episode by murdering a bunch of fucking people. So, like, the fact that, like, Kate is, like, supposed to be this kid and yet doesn't and spends her entire 
the entire episode, like even the first time she punches Yelena in the face, Leona's like, what was that? You know, it's like this really funny moment of like, we don't do that. Her shooting Kingpin dead in the chest. I was like, you didn't know he's going to survive. That. You were just straight about to murder this man. Like, I didn't think she had it in her. So, like, it's that inconsistency that I don't understand. Because I think we all know, like, Tom Holland's character, Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man would never do that. Even if this person was about to murder, he'd be like, let me find a way to restrain them. You know, like, so the fact that she goes straight center mass with an arrow and then is, like, surprised that he brushes it off. I'm like, were you, if if he had it, would you have been happy? Like you're just out here murdering people, and then in the same breath, she's like, "You murdered that random guy whose name I can't even remember from the first episode. You murdered him, mom." And I'm like, "Yeah, but how many people have you murdered in this episode? You're just like popping off arrows." There's, there's the problem with the last episode is one that I think, you know, we probably should have seen coming when they were like, "It's a six episode arc." It felt rushed. Yeah, Everything about yeah. this last episode felt rushed. And, I mean, even down to the, like, in the last 30 seconds, we're going to address the watch. And it's like, oh, cool. Well, that was totally kind of the lamest down. version of, like, watch reveal. Like, oh, it's his wife's. Like, that sucks. Like, I, I, I mean, that's fine. Like, she was an agent. Like, I get it. But, like, that's not. There's a million. That like, was that's a not, huge is, letdown. Yeah, massive letdown. But another thing that that made me lose my mind is I was like under the assumption, okay, the re like the entire episode, I'm like, oh, well, Kingpin, the reason why he's out in the field doing stuff, the reason why he's like in shitty locales and not in a giant high rise, the reason why he's doing all these things is because he was probably snapped and like his empire crumbled. And when he came back, he had nothing. He's starting over. Like that makes sense. But then that's true. I didn't even consider that. He probably was. But that's not true. That's not because literally we're told that Kingpin was the one who set up the murder, uh, who set up uh, Echo's dad. Oh, right, right. He he had to have been around during Mm -hmm. the blip, which means how did he not get more power? How do you not have more control over the city? Yeah. So literally, at some point in time, this man was like, screw it. I'm just going to go walk the streets and, like, go meet people in a Hawaiian barbecue restaurant or some shit. Like, I can't figure out this portrayal of King. Y'all really don't like the Hawaiian Hawaiian shirt. It it just felt weird. It felt like a weird way to reintroduce the character slash introduce the character to first time kingpin admittedly like i like the look of the hawaiian shirt it's it does have that comic like that evocation of the comic i i get it but he i don't think a that's the, like that's a drug lord the, yeah it doesn't fit his reintroduction into the, like the way he looked yeah. for the first half of the episode i was like oh yeah no he's back this is great and then he just decided to change his outfit and then get shot and it's like oh cool well, i guess here's the other weird thing too it felt like it was only there because it was a nod to the comics. Who the fuck's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt on Christmas or yes, Christmas absolutely. Eve? Like, yes. They didn't even uh, like talk about like, a goof like, on what? Yeah. Yeah. He'd be yeah. wearing like a turtleneck or some shit, which I think is maybe is what he was up, a- wearing. That was a Christmas I... party. Yeah. Do, so that was okay, like, do you know around how, like... Christmas or like Christmas Eve. And he's like, do you know how you, Jesse, you always say they're not going to do that because that idea is too good. When I first saw him in the Hawaiian shirt, I, 
my immediate thought was like, oh, Maya got him that shirt. And he's doing the nice dad thing by being like, I'm going to wear this fugly piece of shit because you got it for me. So I thought at some point there was going to be a reference of her like straightening his shirt collar or her being like, oh, you're wearing the shirt. And there wasn't. And then I was like, oh, so he's just wearing that. But in my mind, I was like, oh, this is probably like, you know, like, oh, yeah, the the and I also didn't think that the the echo kingpin thing was going to come to a head so quickly. I thought we were going to let a, that simmer a bit. The pace yeah. of this episode that, was like 100 miles per hour. It was un. Ne- like it was ridiculous there's so much they had to get done they had to introduce a character like leaving a show to go do another show they had to wrap up a watch store they had to introduce kingpin and get rid of kingpin they had to culminate the relationship between kate and and hawkeye they had to get her to the becoming hawkeye they had to wrap up the ronin story they had to deal with the elena story there's so much going on it was 59 yeah. minutes yeah. there's too Insane. many bosses in this you had the whole kazi side plot which didn't no one cared yeah. about because there's too many other pieces in the in the in the show it suffers from that thing that a lot of things like a lot of comic book media in general like suffer from which is too many villains it's like, oh, well, we have all these antagonists kind of D&D campaign style. But instead of having some of them defeated and some of the threats remaining in the world, we're just going to try to resolve all of them in one episode. And it leads to like some really hushed or rushed pacing that like kind of leaves you not feeling satisfied with the conclusion. Um, and that's definitely how I felt about uh, the whole swordsman type of deal where I forgot Dude, about Jack. I forgot about Jack. Are we going to talk he about just, how Jack jokes about how there's blood? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, are we going to talk about how he has blood on his side? And he's straight murdering people once again in a Disney show. He is like Mm-mm. out here fucking slicing people, slicing yeah. people, joking about how there's blood on his tie. And then like a firefighter, a civil servant is like, you ever thought about LARPing? I noticed you're really good at just fucking murdering people in tracksuits. Do you want to LARP? I like, was no one's alarmed excited. by this. I understand we're supposed to suspend reality, but th- that's why I can't suspend it because we don't have heroes that just go they made around. Me laugh, man. Just I loved like, Jack in this episode. He was, I was, he was thrilled. He was my favorite because it was so absurd because he literally just got a sword. Started cutting motherfuckers. <laughs> this honestly, this this episode had two scenes that did not involve like the two scenes that I loved in this episode that I unabashedly loved. Well, act three. One, Kingpin and the mom. I thought that was a great scene. I love watching Vincent D'Onofrio act. Two, yeah. Yelena and Kate in the elevator, amazing. I want to see more of the two of them. The two of them in any scene point. is great. Even when they were fighting incredible. And, and the way it was shot, I thought that was one yeah, of the better oh, scenes. Incredible. Yeah. I love the two of them. Mm-hmm. I want that buddy, whatever. Just give me more of that. Yeah. And three, them being like, let Jack have a moment. And I'm going to let you know, I lived for that shit. It was so listen, dumb. I listen, loved it. Loved I it. I like the Jack character. I think he uses charisma. I like how self-assured, like, kind of asshole he comes off. There is a lot I liked about that character and the scene. But to me, oh, it he doesn't, strikes it doesn't make, it's ridiculous. anti-hero. It's, he, he's, he's literally strikes, killing like, people is, at a party. Yeah, it's like, crazy. That, that's <laughs> it's what I'm fun. saying. Like, he, he definitely fun. rings anti-hero, where it's like he thinks he's the good guy, kind of Deadpool style. But I feel like mm-hmm. everyone else should around him, around him should be like, 
bro, what are you what are you doing? Stop. Like, that's what I thought. They should have asked that question when the man brought a sword to the party. Why does he have a sword on his way to the party? He just got out of jail. Crazy. And, and literally, Crazy. like, Clint addresses that, that, like, weird flex, but okay. And then he it's starts, still, like, straight up it doesn't... murking people. Because I was like, yeah, because he's not necessarily a horrible guy, but he's not really a good guy either. Like, you probably shouldn't just be out here mob justice like fucking slicing people out in the streets <laughs> it was crazy but his character to me is perfect it's everyone's reaction around it that you have these like firefighters dressed up in larp armor that are like oh he's cool he's on our side now and they're like okay as he goes slash and someone goes oh and i'm like is he like he slashed him here i'm like person's dead yeah. he's, he's like murdering people and then joking about how there's blood on his tie oh but it was great like, and then that one woman I, was hitting definitely hitting on him at the end and i was like my man jack he's back in it baby like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one of the larpers great. the larper was yeah mean? she yeah, was like okay. you should come larping with us sometime i was like oh jack about to hit that my man you got a jack you do like, with oh yeah do we like is the point of making like make sense where it's like oh it makes jack is sense. good Oh, but I in agree. order for that character to like truly shine, everyone else around him has they to have like, to call him out on being like... out of place and weird. Yeah. Well, the show, yes. the show, yeah. just, okay. the show suspended. They didn't have time for that. on a lot <laughs> because it's it's very obvious to me, having watched everything, is that at a certain point in production, either someone told them they weren't going to get seven episodes, or they didn't plan for six properly. But it's very obvious that this last episode, they knew where they needed to get to. And they knew they needed Jack to be involved in some way. The LARPers were going to be involved. All the heroes had to be in the same. Like, they knew where they had to get to, but the rush to get to it is insane. Like, they put all the pieces in place, and they were like, write a story around it. So Jack showing up to party with a sword just so he can use a sword at the end and become the swordsman is an insane plot point. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that, like, Kingpin is now, like, walking the streets, going to go fight someone makes no sense. That's not Kingpin at all. The fact that you have, like, the, the ice fight is neat but in order to resolve the tracksuit mafia they literally have to kill like a hundred people there's a lot crazy there's a shit and ton then, of people yeah yeah and then in order to resolve Kazi's story they have to ace him immediately to the point where echo now has a like a plot point moving forward because they have to set up the echo story i, I Plus don't know then yelena and clint have to way. have a thing plus Weird. yelena and and kate have to have a thing plus clint and Kate have to have a thing. Plus, then, like, it, there's so much that needed to get done in this episode. It's insane to me that they weren't like, we need a seventh or an eighth. I can't, I can't figure out well, how they thought they were going to cram all the stuff into 59 like, minutes. Narratively, don't make sense because to go back to like, like, okay, so the the Larpers being there and saying like, hey, it's not enough for us to be like firefighters and people that are trained emts and people that are trained in evacuating we have to it be was the costumes, in this it was the costumes that helped them i get people that because i liked that they were showing that like oh they're proficient in this because i know that like some of them are cops but aren't the rest of them like firefighter firefighter yeah, EMTs? All, like i was all, like yeah. okay so they're first responders service people yeah. So they, yeah i i understood i was like okay so i understand like right now in the political climate not wanting to endorse the police but like we're also talking about firefighters and emts right so it's like these are first responders. They would know how to clear a building, but then being like, guys, clearly as an EMT, I can't handle this. It's time for us to put on the LARP outfit. I was like, okay, this is a funny little throwaway. haha. It's fine. So they put on their LARP outfits. But like, I wanted to know if I was tripping because you guys both read that last scene as flirting with, with Jack, right? 
I don't know if I read I? it as that. I oh, I read it, just, it as flirting. I thought it was just her but inviting like, them to come LARP. And doesn't that was she, it. Wasn't there like a whole thing where like her wife made her that bag? So what, is she going to cheat on her wife with Jack now? No, no I think Jack's going to give him that threesome, baby. Wait, is that a different Ow! person? I, th- I thought that was Maybe a different I, person, yeah. That's why I'm asking. Because like Jack's going to get some. Isn't my that the character with the arrows cannon. that, and she had the bag that put that they put the trick arrows in, and she's like, my wife made me that. Yeah, that was a different person. That was a completely different oh. person. Doesn't matter anyway. If it was the same person, Jack's gonna be in that. <laughs> Jack doesn't. Well, here's Jack's the thing. in that threesome. Here, doesn't matter to me. The the idea that there was a disconnect when it's like Jack's literally killing people, like slashing people's yeah. fucking like You're skin, telling- and then a larper or a first responder is not just like fucking stop it like what are you doing they're no, just like you want to come no, they all this, saw bro? jack and they were smitten they were smitten by his roguish good looks and <laughs> puss in boots charm and i'm telling you right now that man you can't tell me that man when she, when she was like oh do you want to larp first off jack would be very comfortable and sort of like <laughs> A menage. He situation would just take his sword there and start killing he's, he's them. Very he'd, into, they'd he'd be good with the open relationship. My man Jack does not care. He just wants to find love. That's all he wants: love and family and murder. And I, frankly, I think all three are what he deserves. My man Jack is a hero, and I demand more of that character. <laughs> Thank you very much. Him I do wonder where two he pops wives, up. Him again. and his two wives. I hope they have a lovely, lovely life together. Yeah, I don't know where he pops up yeah. again in the MCU. That that would be like maybe Armor Wars, I guess. Since he's Jack part can of... handle a couple, I think that's part of his charm. I don't know. He's like, you know what? I get in. He's like, I get in where I fit in. You know what I mean? Like, and I love, I love him. Oh, I need more Jack. Yeah, maybe he'll pop up in Blade. He'll just be like, "You got a sword? I got a sword." You oh talk my about god! It? Yeah, the swordsman <laughs> in Blade would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> be kind of wild. And with the yeah, oh my god. I feel like he should be like Justin Hammer. And just like be around and be an asshole. Could be an asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Because I know that like people hated. I know that people hated Iron Man 2, cough, Jesse, cough. But I will say Hammer is probably one of my favorite antagonists of all time. That actor is a brilliant fucking actor. The way he plays that character is so fucking perfect. I fucking love him. So even though Jesse hates Iron Man 2, I love it because of how much he's in it. Like, I love his parts specifically. Like, did he so like to, I can see. Did he go to jail? Is that what happened to him at the end of Iron Man 2? Yeah, he got arrested. Yeah. 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 He should get out of jail and, and do the he's, Armor Wars shit. He'll probably be in Armor he's, Wars. He's I'm sure great, he will. Like, and then he's going to kill it when he does. He's yeah. so good. Yeah, he's he just one great character, two great actor. So, like, I get it completely. But he's like like a villain. Jack is a goddamn American hero. And I refuse <laughs> to a- let you say otherwise. I refuse to let you say otherwise. That man is a national treasure. And when oh he goes God. home to his loving thruple, I'm letting you know that that is my headcanon now. He's like, I tried to make it big, but I found a home amongst this loving LARPing group. Uh, and he's going to like... Thruple yeah, is, watch it happen. is actually a Watch thing. it happen. Why did you introduce the word thruple into my life? Because he's, th- he's going to get in a thruple. 
And he's fine with it. It's 2022, man. A thruple it's is a trendy is love, term bro. for polyamorous relationship between people who claim an equal and inclusive commitment with each other, by the way. Yeah. Let the man let the man have his thruple. What's the problem? Let, the, let love be love, bro. It's all good. Jack. Yeah. And then, you know, if anyone I'm okay gets in with the way Jack his... doing that, just don't call it a thruple. That's just a bad it's a thruple. Name. That's a bad. Name. It's a thruple. <sighs> we can call it a threeple. not better not no it's not better not better i'm just saying someone has to get someone has to give jack his his due and it's gonna be me damn it <laughs> jack was definitely a standout in the episode yeah i'm um, so glad they like made but the problem is again his character went from being by the way i don't know anyone who was like oh shit jack's definitely evil from the beginning, everyone's like, "It's the mom." No, it's the mom. See, yeah, it, the problem is exact. It's the exact same yeah. thing with the, uh, oh, what the hell is her name? I was gonna say Karen, but I don't think that's her name. Uh, from Falcon Winter Soldier, Sharon Carter. Oh, Sharon Carter. Yeah, being the power broker. Same or thing. Like, yeah. oh Imagine boy, you really Karen tricked Carter. us. Could be Karen Carter. That'd be good. Karen just like, Carter. It's like not a. It wasn't a surprise. It was like, oh, the power broker, you got us. It. I like, same thing. I was. I was never once like Jack is evil. I was like Jack, like is a dick and an idiot who thinks he's like trying to connect with a teenager and he's terrible at it. Yeah. But he's not like a villain, and he's not played that way. And like, there's definitely. <laughs> I don't know. I, the more that I've thought about it specifically during this show, I feel like the Black Widow. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and this are all part of the same part of the MCU universe. And I, I'm, it's just not, I'm not that interested in it compared to everything else. It's the least interesting part of the MCU universe. Uh, and I think that's kind of where they're taking the Disney plus universe is in that direction. Um, apart from the, you know, the weirder stuff like Moon Knight and, and that kind of thing. But yeah, I, they need to, they need I don't know if it's better writing or more interesting writing or something, but it just kind of like, I it hasn't lost me yet, but I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, I'll watch that. It's not like, oh, I'm excited to watch that. Well, um, it's because there's moments of brilliance in it. There's parts where you're like, wow, that was awesome. And then there's moments where you're just like, what in God's name were they thinking? And I have to believe that it's some kind of like, you know, production executive some sort of back it's rushing thing it at disney like, plus only, yeah we, we need yeah subscribers yeah type deal yeah like i can't believe that that actual creators and writers got together and said all right we're gonna set up eight different plots and resolve all of them in the final episode yeah we do it in six episodes <clears throat> it's it's insane to me like i can't well how long if they had more time to flesh out the story than i then they could have done it was falcon six as well how many Falcon was six episodes, right? Or was it eight? I think it was eight. If, even if it was six, it wasn't that complicated. Well, you that's know? that's because I think the Flag Smashers got completely rewritten, and so they, it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, it was six as well. Okay. And then what was Loki? Was Loki six? Have they all no, been Loki six? Was, Loki was for sure eight episodes. Loki was six. Are you kidding me? No. 
Make They've all been six, according to chat. Huh. I think no. I think Loki though has. I feel like it's. I was gonna say. I feel like there's more content there. Well, Either I the think, credits are shorter I, or the episodes are longer or something. No, like, I, I, I think what it was is like longer. I think we were just more interested in Loki. Well, Loki <laughs> doesn't suffer from the things that a lot of these shows do, which is like too many moving parts. Yeah. yeah. It's very myopic in its scope, which is, I think, a good thing. And right. it doesn't also feel the need to resolve everything in its final episode, which, once again, I think is a very good thing. They leave a lot of threads open. What's going to happen with Ravana? We don't know. What's going to happen? Like It ends on a cliffhanger. I, I like that. It doesn't all need to be resolved and fully rounded up in one episode. And I don't understand like why some of these Disney Plus shows are doing that, where they're trying to leave it in a place I, I think a lot uh, of it's, it's set finished. up. I think it's all set up. Like That's what the Disney Plus... Like Jesse kind of nailed this uh, very early on in, in us doing this podcast. I think the MC... Or the, the, the MCU shows... The Disney Plus shows serve as a like gap filler for what happens in the movies to set something else up so that even if you don't watch them, you can still go from movie to other movie. But if you watch the shows, you have a little bit more context. And I think the that's first time they're the changing this, the first time they're changing this is is in Doctor Strange. They mention Westview, which I thought was interesting. I was like, oh, they mention it, but it doesn't been... seem like a big deal. They just mention mm -hmm. no, Westview. but if you had. Yeah, but if you don't know what that is, then, you know, you clearly haven't seen the show. I, yeah, I guess looking at I'm on Disney Plus right now, everything is six except for WandaVision. That's crazy. That I was know, nine, right? I, I, I haven't even looked, but I imagine yes. Because they released I, the, the first the thing, three or whatever. All, or first the two thing that I think them. is insane is that when it comes to Loki and Falcon the Winter Soldier, I think because at the end, six felt appropriate because I didn't feel like the last one was rushed. Everything mm. kind of like came to a conclusion that made some kind of sense. With this, it felt like we had the first two episodes were very, very slow building up to something. And then the last episode was very, very quick. Right. I feel like there had to have been a way that the first episode of Hawkeye could have contained the stuff that happened in episode one and two. Rather than... I don't know. It just feels like the end of this was rushed. And I don't, I don't have that feeling with anything else. I definitely feel like obviously in Falcon winter soldier, the flag smashers were kind of useless as a story beat, but that's they because they had to down. change it. Yeah. They were definitely. Yeah, and, I, down. and I get it. I get it. There was stuff that happened, but everything else in that I really enjoyed. I loved all the little story beats they were hitting in, in that. And Loki was spectacular. And WandaVision was freaking wild, and I love that. It's yeah, for some reason, I was like, rewind the tape, rewind to like the previous episodes. I was like, every episode of Hawkeye is getting better than the last one, and I was like, expecting this one to be dope. Same, and there were moments that was awesome, but most of it, like, I don't know, it, it something about this last one, just like everything about it, I was just like, we were on the edge of greatness. <laughs> and then they just squandered it. I can't figure out why. How'd that happen? The peak was definitely yeah. uh, episode five for the show. Hundred percent oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and I uh, I agree with you that there's just too much in this episode. That being said, I did enjoy the episode. It's not like I hated what I was watching. I just mm -mm. there was a lot of things that took me out of the episode, which I think Bronze was also you know everything Bronze said so far. I, I echo 
no pun intended. Uh, and that they were all issues that I had for sure. I think I, I think the the interesting thing is the post credit scene. I think sums up very much expectation versus reality when it comes to this show. Where the post credit scene was was just the musical. Oh yeah, and it was yeah. one song from the musical, and uh, you know, I think everyone expected something better than what we got. It wasn't bad. The musical post credit scene wasn't bad but it was literally them just doing a song from the musical as like a gag at the end yeah and i think everyone everyone wanted a post credit scene that would matter to the story so the all, the writer said that there was supposed to be a scene with the owl after that was supposed to be the like post post credit scene which well, wouldn't have added much yeah it wouldn't have added yeah. much it's not what we got, and and but even then, it's it's people were like, oh, it should have panned the audience, should have done this. Like, it doesn't matter. What we got was a scene where it was just the play, and that's cute and there, fun. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not what any you know. It's fans weren't like, God, I'm so glad I got to see that. There was a uh, I, okay. So that my issue with the musical was it wasn't like good, but it wasn't bad enough to be good. Oh, no, it like, seems like an actual thing they're going to do. It seems like it's an actual thing they're going to do. Yeah, <laughs> and that, like. <laughs> where I was like, uh, like, it wasn't, like, the choreography and, and just the lyrics. There's a part where they literally talk about how New York smells bad, but they yeah. like the stink. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, sh I shit you not. This is an actual <laughs> no, yeah, fucking I know. lyric. I, I was there. In that I laughed fucking at that. musical. The shit on New fucking York a lyric. Bit about how new york smells like shit but we live here and we like that shit smell we love the shit smell <coughs> of new york i was like i i can't tell if this is satire if y'all are serious and that's not good like i should be able to either laugh at the ridiculousness of it like oh that's what we're doing or appreciate it for how good it is and i was like it's not like this isn't good enough that i would actually just listen to this yeah. or want to watch it like lyrically and the choreo choreography it's just not very good but then it's not so campy that it's fucking hilarious it's just this horrible in between for me at least i understand that things like this are you know subject to opinion or taste but i was yeah. just like y'all did not choreograph this or uh, lyrically pay attention to it where it's like oh this is unironically good yeah yeah, my uh, like when we were talking about our first vinyl, somebody mentioned in chat that they there's this Muppet Christmas Carol. I have oh. to say, Muppet Christmas Carol is one of those things that I watched it for the first time this Christmas, or I'm like, Don't is you. this a joke? Are they trying to do a Muppet ha ha Bronze. Christmas Carol? And the music is so I cried at the last oh, number. Okay. I, was I was like, <laughs> this has no business being this good. Good. Like okay. there's a, there's a <sighs> moment in it where I was like, got nervous. Wow. I thought this was going to be funny. Ha ha Kermit in this little baby Kermit is tiny Tim. And instead I was like, yo, did they actually like pop off on this, on this fucking movie? And it just make like, a, yeah. like they're over here creating art with fucking Muppets. Like they had no business. Like that fucking last song where they talk about the love they have, they carry in their hearts so they never have to be alone. I fucking <laughs> cried. I was like, this song is so Muppets beautiful to have it in this fucking movie. There wasn't there wasn't anything like that in that last 
thing. If, and, and the reason I'm bringing up the Muppets is because it's obviously a joke, but then it's actually really good. This wasn't that. Like, we're yeah, not going to be singing that flat. song. You know, like, Agatha all along is freaking banger, right? Yeah. This didn't, like, have that vibe of, like, oh, yeah, we're going to be unironically singing this, even though this is a joke musical. It's not, it doesn't hit that bar for me. So I was just like, well, I don't get it. Like, yeah. is it serious? Is it not serious? Is this something <coughs> they're going to put on Broadway? If that's the case, they're just trying to sell tickets with the IP and not with the song. Oh, we'll see an Avengers on Broadway in the next 10 years, without a doubt. Uh, my what my favorite comment on that whole situation was that they should have uh, panned to the audience and had Paul Rudd there as Ant-Man with his kids or something and been like, that's totally how New York was. And then that's where it ends. Because that actually would have been, that would have made the whole thing actually funny. <laughs> if Ant-Man yeah. is just like continuing the lie that he was in New York and this is how it all happened. But he was so tiny that no one could see him or some shit like that. That would have been hilarious. But uh, that's obviously... Paul Rudd's expensive. He's a busy guy. He probably couldn't do it, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I thought it would have been funny if they were going with the musical bit, right? But they showed the end of the song. You know how Clint leaves in the first episode? Yeah. He, like, walks we don't get out. to see it. Yeah, I would have loved to see the, like, the song that happened afterwards was, like, a Clint number. It was, like, oh, a after. song sung by Hawkeye. That would have been ridiculous as, like, sort of, like, you know, like a sad Hawkeye yeah. song. Yeah. To like wrap up the Hawkeye show. I don't know. They could have done something fun with it. It's fine. Like it was whatever. They do that every once in a while in Marvel movies. But it's just like, okay. Yeah. Kind of wish we would have gotten something like, you know. Some payoff there. Yeah. Also, who's the person in the audience that they keep cutting to? I don't know. I think it was just a, a playgoer. I don't think it was anyone of, of significance. I just assumed it was like a director, the writer of the show or something. Oh, I don't, maybe. So I was wondering if we had, because they, you know, that person they keep cutting to. Oh, yeah. People in chat are saying the director of the musical, I guess. Oh, okay. So it was some, I was like, I don't know who that was. I'm assuming that's somebody important that I just didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who that is. He's a famous director, oh. according to chat. You know, no Jesse, idea. the more you say it, the more I'm like, yeah, there are moments in the show where it has the potential to be something more, and then it just never hits that mark. Yeah. Like, and now that you're saying it, one of the moments I'm thinking of is like, there's this really cool, uh, like scene setup that, but like the, or, but the setup for it's so bad because of like the way she says it. Like when Kate's talking about how like Hawkeye's just a guy with a stick and a string and like that's kind of admirable to her but she prefaces it i don't know what it is that line fucking made me die laughing i had to rewind to hear what she actually said and she's like when i was a kid aliens attacked <laughs> and there's <laughs> there's just something so fucking bad shit about saying that i don't like like I, that sounded I don't like know. the start to a CW show where the screen's That's all black and there's a voiceover. When I was a when kid, I was a kid alien attacked. This bitch literally fucking says, when I was a kid, aliens attacked. <laughs> but I saw you with a stick and a string. And, and the rest of that line was so good, but I was like, did you really start the sentence by saying when I was a kid, aliens attacked? I was it's like... a little crazy. It does. Is this a B-movie? 
it definitely cuts into the idea or it, it uh for me it was the idea that like oh yeah this is the marvel universe it was a reminder of like this is not real life this is the marvel universe because it was so it was just outlandish but the rest of that convo is so good that it makes you mad that the beginning is just so fucking and there's little things like that throughout it that i'm like i oh this could have been a cool thread like i i loved that and i i I love that they touch on this because I don't know if y'all remember. I got some shit for complaining about this in episode one or two where I was like, Kate is literally insulated from everything by her insane amount of fucking wealth. And mm. like at some point they have to fucking talk about this. People are like, you just don't like Kate Bishop. Did it? I was like, well, there's not a lot to like here so far because she strikes me as this very rich girl who's like and, and to have the contrast of Clint, who is like this like family guy that is so down to earth it's hard to like sit here and see somebody like nested in the lap of fucking luxury taking on this mantle like there was some friction there for me since then she started to grow on me but then yelena came in and i feel like she's blown her away from me a little bit but it's fine it's whatever you're not gonna like every character equally yeah um but they did touch on that in this episode where literally her mom is like you can't like you can't deal with this. You think you can fucking deal with being broke? You've never dealt with consequences. Why? Because I've paid your way out of all of them. And I was like, yes, she has. This girl broke a clock tower. She's destroyed. And every single time her mom swoops in, she burns her apartment down and like has no, like nothing phases not her deal. because yeah. she knows that it, it's all replaceable. It's all replaceable. You know, like, she she's never worried about things that other people would be broken by because she has never had to deal with the consequences of it. And they have that. But it's like one line in the last episode. And I'm like, but this would have been such a like they also we had, oh, there's also set up in it bronze where there's a lot of things about her character that in a show that had more time, they could have developed like the idea that she only has one set of utensils just for her that's like a selfish thing yes all she the only thing in her life that matters is her she's not gonna have guests over there gonna need to eat food just her silverware for her and i think like there's a lot there that they could have explored is like oh this this young woman wants to become a superhero with a superhero gig clint is literally sacrificing time with his family to help this girl out and that's like oh shit like she can understand that's not really where they go with this but like there is a moment where she, she's like i'm gonna get you home clint and it's like okay i mean i guess i guess we're gonna get there uh so someone chat said or she didn't have friends she clearly had friends when she was in school yeah they yeah. were yeah. they were doing the clock tower thing together like yeah. she's just a part of her that i think is she's a rich selfish like you know, like every rich, selfish person in New York. Like, I get it. And there was a story arc that could have been. But again, they just had no time to follow it. So there's like little tidbits of like excellence throughout this entire show that like there's things to latch on to and be like, oh, that could be fun. But we never get to like deep dive, even with the Clint stuff. We said before that w I would love to see a scene where Clint like had to reckon with his past. And there was like a an attempt was made. And we definitely saw what they were trying to do, but nothing on screen. Like a lot of what we're doing is conjecture. Like, Somewhat, oh, well, yeah. this is what we assumed I, was was happening. But on screen, <clears throat> they didn't never really tackled a lot. Well, I don't because think again, the, they had to rush through. I agree with the the idea that they had to rush through it. I don't necessarily know if the show 
like bronze you made the statement that uh you know uh, clint was trying to like move on or accept or grow from his past i don't necessarily think that was the show i think clint just like accepted that what he did in the past and it was more about the passing of natasha and like yelena getting her side of the story and that finishing than it was like mm-hmm. clint moving forward with his like past if that makes sense and i don't know yeah. if that's a fault of the show uh and if that's even a bad aspect of the show because i don't even know how you do that as clint like how the fuck do you that's just something you have to be like i killed a billion people let's move on right <laughs> like the only way that i could really see that being wrapped up is he kills himself and they're not going to do that in a disney show they're not going to do that to an avenger etc et um It'd be very hard to actually show kills himself. There's no oh, growth. How, how do you grow I, from like murdering thousands of people? Oh my god! You're right, guys. Like, I did a bad thing. Oh, you showed growth. I, <laughs> I thought there was going to be a deeper thread with the costumes. Like I was, I was kind of like, I was like, oh, I think maybe he associates like those things with that costume, and like that's why he he doesn't like who he is. And then it was like, no, it's just a costume. It's just a new costume. Yeah, it was just a new but costume. There was, yeah. there was a lot there where I was like, but he seems really defensive about holding on to this old. Co- no, it's just a costume. Like yeah, there's the, so. the new purple costume. It's stretchy. It's cool. It's fine. Like there, that show? part to me was just like, I, I was like, I was, I think I was reading into it, but there wasn't just that much depth to those lines, I guess, where he's like, they're having this argument over whether or not he should change his costume to this like ugly purple thing. And they're just like, ah, that was just, that, yeah, yeah, that, he's that was just it. a comic nod to me. It's like, oh, that's the, the fraction. Yeah. Suit. That's all it was. The yeah. show suffers from uh, its own attempts at deep diving, but then they like stop, you know, 20 feet down. Like yeah. there's a, a great example is we all sat here and gushed over the, the Echo episode. I think it was episode three, right? The episode where literally it starts with like the backstory of Echo and like her learning to like deal with with her disability and like like it's very well done. And then from that point on, Echo as a character has like no real. Payoff. How is she going to have her own show? No real payoff. Like they That's they had an amazing that intro for her as a character was awesome. And then she continue she after like. An episode of like one episode of her being a badass. She then became was she like one episode, episode of her fighting. Whatever one episode of her epi- fighting. I, I would agree yeah, with that episode, statement. <laughs> the episode where it was like her story in the beginning, and then them torturing Clinton Kate, and then Clinton Kate getting out in the fight. Like that whole one episode of her was great. And then from that point on, she served no purpose except to be like an external threat in the background showed up every once in a while but like had no character growth whatsoever until the very very end Does, is anybody it's, else weirded out by the fact that she knows ronan killed her dad she saw the aftermath of that okay and old boy dressed as ronan tells her yeah but these people told me where he was so that somehow is okay i thought in her book she's like i'm gonna kill them both i I thought that's where that was going, where it's like, I'm going to kill you because you killed my dad. I'm also going to kill the people that ratted my dad out. I'm going to kill both of them, you know? And instead, she's like, oh, okay, never mind. I've changed targets now. 
I'm going to kill Kingpin. I was like, okay, okay. I, I understand wanting to kill Kingpin. That makes sense because he did rat your dad out. But right. like, that doesn't change the fact that Ronan still killed your dad. Why wouldn't you go after Ronan too? What, what's, what's even more crazy about, and it's, again, it comes down to quick pace, mm. is that final scene, like, he, sh, Ronan's, the man who she saw kill her dad says, uh-huh. Kingpin and Kazi were the ones who, like, did this, really. And she's like, well, I don't believe you really quick. And she tries to to get the blade or whatever, and then she manages to escape and ride okay. off on a motorcycle. She then proceeds to immediately, like, she kills Kazi and then goes and kills King. And Kingpin's like, bro, we're family. And he has, to some extent, raised her for X number of years. So the question becomes, the man she saw kill her father gets a pass. But the man who raised her gets popped in the face. <laughs> That's crazy. How is she a hero? It is a jump. It, it... How is she a hero going into a series? I'm starting she to lived, form the it, opinion that this entire show is just a comic book nod for the sake of comic book nods, not for the sake of storytelling. Because, like, yeah, I, the I Hawaiian shirt, something. comic book nod. No other reasons. The idea of shooting Kingpin in the face, exactly what Jesse just said. Comic book nod. <laughs> the yeah. suits, no actual payoff in the show, comic book nod. <laughs> like, that's all it like was. It just, it doesn't, like, if you think about it, it doesn't, Bronze, you're like, it's crazy that she saw Clint kill her dad well i i was like waiting for you to like out point out Kingpin, something the guy who was like i've raised you right crazy. yeah okay okay so because i was like when i laid that out i was waiting for one i'll be like oh but you're forgetting this fact because it's just to me it felt like a very weird pivot for her that she had less issues killing kazi who is someone that she's literally grown up with and then yes. don't they heavily insinuate kingpin has grown up watching her fight like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he was the there in all of her there. fights and stuff yeah yeah so the, the fact i figured that there. i figured that like eventually she would want to ask him and be like how did ronan know where my dad was like i thought eventually they would get there like maybe in her show i was like oh they're gonna get there but i thought it was gonna be another version of the rooftop fight i thought it was gonna be elena and echo both fighting to try to kill clint but it wasn't and I was so confused on that, where I was like, she's going to kill Kazi and instead, like, I was like, but even, like, I was just so confused by it. I just didn't understand, like, why, like you said, Jesse, why would she give him a pass and be like, well, they did hire him or they did ask him to go there. Or they did tell him to go there, but that doesn't absolve him of anything. He still went there no, and killed them. Not at all. No, he 100% killed that man. It is not even like he admits it he that he did it, but then he's like, well, who sent me, though? And she's like, oh, that's a... She does immediately fight back. To her credit, she tries one more time to get him, yeah. and then Kate shows up and saves Clint, and so she drives off on her motorcycle. And what ends up happening is... Oh, and Clint's like, don't come after me again. So I guess that's like she's not going to do that. But whatever, she then goes and see when she sees Kingpin, that's not even a conversation. He's like, we're family, and I love you, and she pulls out a gun and shoots him. Like, that is, for for like, I get it. Comics, I get it. That is a comic-accurate scene. 
but it has no place being in the it show. It has no place being in the show, and it's going to have no actual impact on the show because you know how they're going to start Echo? It's going to be that scene, and then Kingpin's not going to die. That's the entire yeah. scene. Or like, it's going to be Kingpin shot her because you just hear a gunshot. Right? <laughs> that's, that's how Echo starts is they just kill Echo. <laughs> well, no, I'm sure we he'll like, the shoot show, her. Guys. <laughs> no, I'm not saying he's going to shoot her in the head. I think he's going to he's going to shoot her and maim her. And then like, that's going to be like a, a thing, you Maybe. know? Yeah. Um, I don't think he would kill her. I, I think if they're going to play oh. Kingpin the way they should, I don't think he wants to kill her. I don't think he wants to hurt her. The fact that she pulls a gun and puts it on in front of his head and he looks completely unfazed, I think tells you everything you need to know. He's in control of that situation. Yeah. And he has no malice in him towards her. It's going to be very much like, a, I think a Vanessa situation where it's like, Oh, well, Echo's betrayed me. This Here's, is the problem. Like, I love Maya, you know? Yeah, the the situation, too, I, I think Marvel's kind of put themselves in a uh, a rough spot by having Echo be, like, such a weak, ridden character. And I don't, I don't think the acting or anything was bad. I just think the writing for the character was awful. The writing the wasn't show great for a, You're right. Is going into a show now, they've set a character up, which, in a lot of ways, if they cancel that show it's going to be the headline will be marvel cancels show of uh you know deaf actress it's not going to be marvel cancel show because of bad writing it's good they're going to get like destroyed for that and so they're 100 percent going to go on with the show because of that yeah. i just hope they get good writers on it so we can actually the actress seemed completely fine i have no issues with her I just well, I hope that it gets well written, and I hope that the show's not carried by, you know, having all these other crazy people like Hawkeye and, uh, you know, Kingpin all show up. Uh, I really hope that it's just a story about her and not a story featuring all these other peoples to get people to actually watch the thing. And I think that's where a lot of the shows on Disney Plus kind of fall into is like, we've got Hawkeye from the Avengers and all these big stars, blah, blah, blah. It's not just, oh, here's a story about Echo. I mean, like, looking back, they literally could have done this season of Hawkeye as, like, Hawkeye and Kate fighting the tracksuit mafia, getting to learn about each other, doing the whole thing, and then Yelena shows up, bad news, who hired Yelena? final reveal it's kingpin and that's it like they could have just done that yeah that could have been, been the, like the oh, post credit scene is kingpin walking on yeah, screen or something that's yeah a solid six episode arc of like we wrapped up the elena situation we got to see kate become who she is that'd be we pretty got big to, pop like, off even like include the mom as still the villain like the mom and jack would have had more screen time those two characters have been flushed out way better in a way that could have been like a mystery rather than like, oh no, it's definitely the mom immediately. And then like Echo as a character, I think the fact that we gave a full episode to Echo, I love that Echo's gonna have her own show. Great. But like that should have been the Kingpin Echo series where at the end Echo that's after that's what I wanted. Yeah, when she yeah, found Kazi and was like, let's get out. And he's like, uh, first of all, I thought he was gonna say something like like, I like that he talked, he he had a throwback to Echo's first episode where he said, I'm not like you. I can exist in both worlds. You know, like I liked that. And I wanted that to be, I didn't want her to kill him in this episode. I wanted it to be like, like, we can't just leave. Like, he's not going to just let us leave. And for her to be like, okay, 
the let's kill him. And that's where that ends with like Kazi and Echo. Because I like the Kazi character for the record, even though that sure. man cannot land a fucking sniper shot to save his fucking <laughs> life. The amount well, of windows that man broke is insane. <laughs> I do not know why we sent him if he cannot yeah. fucking hit a Eastern mark. Eastern European but... Jon Snow was great. I loved him. Yeah. Huge fan. Huge but fan. Yeah. A, Bronze, here's a crazy thing. But I did thing. like their relationship oh, but... and I liked their chemistry. So I just didn't 100%. understand why they didn't go on to in their show together and have that be them trying to figure out how to get out of this Kingpin organization and Kingpin thwarting them at every step of the way. That would have been a really cool, like her trying to be like a double agent. Like where it's like Kingpin knows that she's she's turned against him, but he's not acknowledging it and she's not acknowledging it. And they're both because that's how Kingpin plays chess, where he knows exactly where you're at. Yeah, he's going to he let knows, you he think knows, that he's an information. You're getting away with it. Yeah. 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 That's his superpower is knowing everything before you do, et cetera. The crazy thing, I, I just looked it up. Echo is not supposed to get a show till sometime in 2023. That character is going to be yeah. forgotten about. Absolutely. Unless she pops up in like Armor Wars and we get like more things the, the, of her again, on the Disney Plus 2023. They shouldn't, they shouldn't have done anything. Like Echo should not have been included in this series. Echo should have been like Echo has her own show. And it's like they introduced Kingpin at the end of this and like a post credit thing or the very, very end. Like who was really behind the mom? And it was Kingpin. And everyone's like, oh. And then the Echo series is Echo and Kazi. And their like relationship together and being like super best buds. And then the revelation in the Echo series is that Kingpin and Kazi are like the actual cause of all of her problems. And so she like her killing Kazi in her own show. And then in the last episode, shooting Kingpin would have been way cooler than the rushed version we got. Yeah. Having her because it would have given her something to do. I don't know what the Echo show is. I couldn't tell you what that show is. What does Echo do as a character besides like I'm I'm a like I have no home now and I'm gonna ride around on my motorcycle and be really like what do you do? Uh, what does they, that character do? If they do some sort of, of prequel, like a pre Hawkeye thing with Echo, I'm gonna be pretty upset. <laughs> and that's like the Hollywood what, thing what to do is to tell not. the origin, right? And it's not that Echo isn't cool, it's just that Echo is a character, like I don't know where they've written this character to well, be. Well, she wasn't cool in the show. She they they wrote her to not they didn't even show what her fucking superpower was. She's just a fighter who also happens to yeah, be deaf. The whole like feeling the vibrations <laughs> against the speaker doesn't make sense now because it didn't come up again. No, they, they didn't show her studying anyone's fighting style. Am like, I wrong? The like they did, It didn't come up again. Like the whole vibration, like the her, it didn't. Yeah. Come up again. Her entire this thing is the problem with Hawkeye was Kingpin's a show. Yeah. hundred percent. You're right. Jessica. Like the first episode is straight up just like. This watch is very, everyone, this watch is very important. This watch is super important. And then two episodes go by, no watch discussion. Then the watch is in the apartment. And it's like, oh, shit, the watch is in the apartment. Oh, I forgot that was a thing. And then another two episodes go by and no one mentions the goddamn watch. And then the last five minutes of the last episode, they're like, honey, I got your watch. She's like, oh, wow, I was an agent. Yeah, and everyone's I was just like, Bird. Big pog. Cool. All right. Which, by the way. Look, I don't give a shit about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Never cared. But I know for a fact a lot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans were like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, because, because Mockingbird existed in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. already. Yeah. So... And, and it was by 
and for me, a very good actress and one that I uh, watched a lot in Friday Night Lights. Yeah, she was already in there. And she was absolutely so badass. People... And they were supposed to already get their spinoff show, but then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did so poorly that they canceled the spinoff for Mockingbird and her other counterpart. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's also a thing that makes, you know, I can understand how fans would be pissed off about that. Like, oh, so you literally have deleted Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And while I never cared about it, it's and interesting it's, uh, that... Multiverse. I mean, like, you know, it's crazy. Crazy. So... Multiverse. There's that. Yeah, you know, it is that. Anyways, that's that. Uh, because of our new time, we only got about 15 minutes left. We actually have a time limit on this show now, folks. It's a thing. It's a thing. So I think we'll save our 2022 talk till uh, next week. Uh, okay. We also might, like, get... The, the, inter- the internet's doing its internet thing, and that internet thing is begging for a trailer for an upcoming thing from Disney. Spider-Man was obviously the trailer begging. Now the trailer trailer begging has gone to Moon Knight. Moon Knight is trending almost every yeah. single day to get a trailer. Yeah. People think it's going to drop before Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That comes out May 6th. They think it's going to be kind of a springtime show. We'll see what happens. We might get that here in the next springtime couple of... Springtime show. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, happiness and spring yeah, and, yeah. you know... It's, springtime yeah. show. <laughs> That's what that'll be. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk all about that and give our different thoughts. Um... There's nothing really on the slate for Marvel till uh, Doctor Strange May sixth. So that's that's pretty long. Does, from now. does uh, Morbius count? You know, that's in twenty seven, twenty six days. Yeah, God, maybe. Okay, look, here's the thing. Count? I don't think it does. I don't. I don't know that it counts, but I also know that in the Morbius trailer, Mobius. There's no R. Is there an the- R? Wait, no, I There's looked up the wrong. It, it is Morbius. No, okay, Morbius. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the living Morbius. vampire. In the trailer, there are several nods to Spider-Man, but the problem is oh, they're from like multiple realities. There's like, like Raimi Spider-Man shit. There's Vulture. Like, all I'm saying is I may have to see the movie just to figure out what the hell is going on. Because I was going to say, I might too. Insane. Yeah, I'm, I might have to see just to just to see how they're dealing with the multiverse and other properties. Like, I am curious about that. And I we might get some culture backstory stuff. I don't know if I, I don't can sit through that movie, like, guys. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that it's going to be good. I don't expect it to be a good movie. But the like, trailer's I'm real rough, very, man. I don't I'm think I'm going to risk getting a disease for it. But is it going to be available on video on demand at all? Uh, that's Anybody it's Sony, know? so I doubt it. Sony's usually oh. like, go to the theaters. Um, You're right. Let's see. At least we know the theater probably won't be packed. You're not wrong. I should chill. I, I, should chill. I don't. Gonna I'm gonna be a... honest though. I just don't think people know what that movie is. Like, so I I don't think the the theater's gonna be packed. Absolutely. I really don't think people know what that movie is. Remember when they had to change the name of uh Birds of Prey? Because they realized yes. like people don't know what this is, so they had to be they had to put but, Harley Quinn in it at the front. So what are they going to call what? this? Spider-Man's well, it had the stupidest Morbius? name of all time. <laughs> it had the stupidest fucking name of all time. Was it Birds of Prey it's and the, the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn? I was like, yeah. were y'all smoking crack when you came up with that fucking title? I never saw that. Was I... that movie good? I heard it was nope. all right. Okay. Okay. Nope. okay. Jesse's big note. It has like, Jesse's big it has note like a it. couple of moments that I think are good, but it overall it was okay. 
it is it is a birds of prey movie with 0.5% birds of prey. Yes. It is it's a, a Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn movie. movie. Ah. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a Harley Quinn movie. It is not a birds of prey movie at all. Okay. Which is like yeah. there's a lot of things to love in it and I, but it's just man, I'm like <laughs> Harley Quinn is to me a character that is good in small doses. Like very like small insane doses i'm like oh that's wonderful well, that was great that's because you but... date harley quinn jesse so it's just too <laughs> wow wow jesus that caught my i was no, reading bronze, about morbius bronze over here is, and... no bronze is right bronze got a fucking is... shotgun she didn't even I... shoot a shot across the bow she just I loaded hear... the no, shotgun that hit me she shot Listen, that. JP. She's hit me in the exact same spot so often. Jesus. That there's just a hole. So she fired through it again. That, and it went right you think that Jesse was wearing a Hawaiian shirt or something right now? The way you just fucking there loaded is, at him. There's backstory to this. So, JP, at your wedding yeah. when I was three margaritas deep. Uh, I, what? Me and Jesse How were talking. How dare you Jesse... use my three margarita conversation? <laughs> Jesse Jesus. was saying something. And I was like, I literally look at him mid sentence. So he's like, what? And I was like, I feel like you date the type of girls that emulate Harley. Like they have Harley Quinn posters in their room oh, and they don't I... realize why that character is a dumpster fire. And he, and, and Jesse was literally like, Oh shit. You're that's so fucking spot on. I think you're I like wrong. walked over to the table in the middle of that conversation. If I recall. Yeah. Like it's there's not nothing wrong. wrong with the Harley Quinn character for the record. But yeah. as a, as a, fan of Batman comics, you should not want to be that character. Does that make sense? Like that character. <laughs> same, same thing with Joker. To, like aspire to be the Joker's Joker. A- yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Joker's a great character. You should not want to date. The <laughs> but Joker. I want to be the, the Joker. Joker. Okay. I want to see the world burn bronze. Look, no, that's I- a red flag. Look, I- <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But I see that red flag and I'm oh, like, man. wrap me, wrap me up in that red flag. Oh, <laughs> wrap Jesus. it around me like a cape. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, look, we all got problems. We all got, we all, we all have problems. Mine hey, why don't you pipe. ask, is Morbius streaming? No, it is exclusive to theaters. Uh, and according to what's on Netflix, apparently it will stream on Netflix between June 2022 and early September 2022, according to hiddenremote.com as of one day ago. So you got to go to theaters yeah. to see old Mor- old Morbi. I just I, here's the again, thing. I just don't. I'm I, not a Jared Leto fan. I think I'm just not a Jared Leto fan. You aren't like, a fan of him offering a hand job to Batman. I didn't see Joker. If that's where that's from. Oh, no, the end. Oh my God, y'all need to the the end. The last ten minutes or so of the uh, new version of Justice League. Oh wait, he was Snyder a cut. Oh, and Snyder, Snyder cut. cut. Oh, at the end they I do like a in the, Snyder cut. holy shit it's insane they do a 10 minute like a future where the world has ended and the, there's only a few superheroes left and joker and batman have teamed up and i swear to god this is, i'm not even making this up the joker <laughs> literally offers to give batman a reach around in this scene i'm not even joking i like this isn't even me making a goof this is it happens and it's fucking insane I was just like, what? Now, and the best part is, now is, I gotta is watch Snyder that said that that was, that was him, that was Jared Leto, like, goofing on set, and he decided to keep it in the movie because he liked it so much. Which is even more crazy. Which is even more crazy. Snyder seems like, like a... I've seen a lot of his interviews. He seems very chill, actually, so that's crazy that that's in there. Oh, it is. It yeah. is insane. But it's like, you know, 
end of the world. And he's like, you know, we're going to team up. I guess that's the whole goof is that the Joker and Batman have to team up at the end of the world. And okay. the Joker's like, I'll give you a reach around Batman. It, I'm telling you, it's like, and it's in it. So and you're I saying I need like, to watch what? four hours of the no, Snyder Cut. No, I'm saying skip ahead to the no, last No, I 10, need a reason minutes. to watch the Snyder Cut. Is this the reason? Uh, Here's the thing. There you know is what? no reason. I, I will say, I didn't if you watch the Snyder Cut, it's going to make you very angry. Not at Zack Snyder, but the fact at that HBO the original Warner? theater release sucks. Like, it sucks. There are scenes that, especially the, there are scenes involving Cyborg and Flash yeah. that are included in the Snyder Cut. They're, They're so good. Like, Flash has a moment at the end of the movie that is, I'm going to say, one of my favorite, if not one of the best superhero moments I've ever seen. It's so good. Damn. Like, it is truly phenomenal. And it was cut the fuck out the movie, dude. <laughs> I can't believe. I was just like, mm-mm. They were dumb for this. It makes me so mad at the original release. Because you know that footage was filmed already. And they they made Flash the guy who, like, carries people to safety rather than giving him a hero moment. And in this, yeah, you get yeah, to hear yeah. a moment, and it's very, very good. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I don't know that I can justify watching four hours of it. We'll it, see. There's moments where you're like, this. Well, isn't it also in that weird aspect ratio? Yes, it's four yes. by three. Yeah. 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 So that was, like, a big turnoff for me. I tried, and for some reason, I don't know if it's the TV I was watching it on, and, like, gave me a headache. I don't know, it, like, because of the weird like, distortion on my screen, because yeah, I don't a have a four by three screen. Thing. Oh, did it stretch it? It shouldn't have stretched it. It should have just. Been I don't know what it's. It oh. just. It looked like weird for me. Weird. Sure. Well, that's because you're not used to it. Because it's been 15 years since that was the main TV setting. Yeah. Right. Like that's you know. It, yeah, but you have to. I feel like it looks. That stuff looks better on a monitor that's like for that. Does that make sense? Oh, of sure. Yeah. 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 Like as as a retro game connoisseur, like if you if you play that stuff on yeah, like CRT. A CRT. It, it does look different than if you play it on a, like a computer monitor. It looks absolutely like there's some distortion that just looks fucked up for me. Yeah. So like yeah. for me, it was like it just it looked I don't know. Maybe it's something my TV did to it, but it looked weird to me where I was like, I don't have the right screen to watch this on. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, it, it wasn't can, just can, black bars on the side. I, I can it. never justify telling someone to watch all four hours of it. Most of it's the same. <laughs> there's some parts that are super neat. There's some parts that when you see what was there first and the, like look i'll take a break with, to listen to some garth brooks in between about two hours and then i'll be good to go i'll go back and jump in there's there's so no many good things in that that are just beautiful and it make you'll realize like hollywood sucks <laughs> you'll, you'll see like what they removed and you're like these guys are awful at their jobs like, <laughs> probably yeah, got crowd so, tested and all that nonsense but yeah, yeah you're not wrong all right well jesse's got a standing meeting he's got to go two and five and uh, this is also a good point in wrapping up. So we'll do that next week. We'll talk uh, 2022. Take a look at the uh, the frontier, as it were, uh, with Marvel and all the stuff they got coming out. Maybe even watch that trailer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and then uh, see what the rest of the uh, the month looks like for us here. But before we do any of that, we got to close out this show and do some shout outs. So Bronze, what do you got going on? Where can people check you out? What are you playing? Hi, hello, I'm that bronze girl. Uh, you can catch me six days a week on my channel, twitch.tv slash that bronze girl. Uh, and uh, I also post on Twitter and Instagram, so you can follow me there. All my handles are right here. 
Um, right now I'm playing, uh, I, I started a private project Zomboid server with my friends and they released a huge update for the, uh, the multiplayer mechanics. And so we have like a very light RP, like kind of server situation going and I'm very addicted. Uh, so I don't know if y'all are Zomboid fans, but the amount of times I've died in that game is crazy, but I am determined to fix a car and drive someplace <laughs> at some point in time. Once I've stopped dying to my own neighbors, I'm getting the hang of the game. It's fun now. I really like it. Thank yeah. you. Thank there you go. Me. I'm sorry I shot you earlier, Center Master, but you know what? It's what Kate Bishop would have done. And I know that yeah. just like Kingpin, you'll just break it off. I can take it. Fine. Yeah, he's uh, got his one yeah. shirt on. He's good to go. And then, Jeff- yeah, then I'll. <laughs> I'm going to send you vinyls and a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. I would wear that proudly. Send him, I'd have uh, to get a white Send him jacket, a vinyl though. of Margaritaville and also Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Jimmy and Buffett. Margarita mixer. There and, you go. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett Incredible. and a Hawaiian shirt. Incredible. I would. You would find me. They'd find my dead body OD'd on margaritas. They'd be like, <laughs> what happened? Someone sent him Jimmy Buffett in a Hawaiian shirt and he, he just had too much turn fun. it off. He had too yeah. much fun. You yeah. wasted away again. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you got going boy, on, Jesse? Hi. Uh, you know, man, I am uh, trying to do a bunch of stuff. Uh, the holidays are over, and so now it's back into the office to work. And, uh, yeah, trying to get a bunch of things done here. Uh, have a meeting in a few minutes uh, for something. Wink. And, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, uh, hey. If you want to watch a man stream Metroid Dread this week, that's my plan. So that's where we're gonna be is is trying to beat that game for a Gentleman's Gaming Club episode, and that's that's pretty much it. Um, you know, hey, uh, there's a bunch of Marvel stuff happening this year, and it's gonna be crazy. And for some reason, ninety percent of it happens during the summer. So yep, that'll be overwhelming. But I can't wait for it, and I'm very excited to uh. You know, show up in my Hawaiian shirt, white, you know, jacket, and uh, pimp cane. I need to find a pimp cane. That's my thing. You also got to like shave your head and beard. Oh yeah, and then just like angrily eye twitch at people. That's yep. the rock. This is this is this is this is the <laughs> rock. This isn't whatever. Anyway, <laughs> that's it. Awesome. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, what do we got going on? Basically, this week is just a lot of a uh, lot of the old League of Legends. I'm also still kind of figuring out. Uh, what content Woo! looks like for me in 2022. So we're doing that on the channel over the next couple of weeks. Uh, still got drop frames on Sundays, 1 p.m. Eastern. Still got MCU crew on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern. And uh, we'll figure out where everything else looks. Taking tomorrow off as well. Uh, I have a date with crafting starting at 4 a.m. because I need to make some money in Final Fantasy. And I'm not going to stream it. Instead, I'm going to watch all the Raiders stream. That'll be a lot of fun. So that's what I got going on this week. Feel free to uh, stop on by the channel whenever all of us are live. At, I see uh, you've been having luck with Tom Kench, but I will talk about it off stream because Jesse's got to go. Okay. All right. Yes, I have. Uh, the, the the Kench and I are one. The catfish. I'm a catfish. It turns out I'm going to become a catfish. <laughs> Don't say gonna... that. That's not. <laughs> this is a skinhead phase. Don't. Hey, I'm a catfish. 